Blog Talk Radio. Put it in the pot and then the teacher 
get a raise Cause it's time that they got paid And we legalize the shit Tax the fuck right out of it How hungry people eat That's all right with me And welcome to the Legacy Forum. This is Robin and Harry Chavry. Legacy Forum is our way of giving back. You know, we come to you each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the last Monday. You can go into Kickstarter.com, though, and donate to local hunting. Amy and her friends achieved their $16,000 goal. We are so happy to report that. So thank you, guys, if you were listening in. And you went to Kickstarter.com, Local Honey, and you donated. You can still contribute. You can help them afford their llamas. They're miniature llamas, of course, but they need llamas. So you can still contribute and become part of something bigger than yourself and become part of history. Seriously, you donate even as little as a dollar. Your name will be on the opening or ending credits of their documentary about St. Augustine and the local artists there. So go ahead. You know, you won't hurt yourself. Go to kickstarter.com and donate to Local Honey. If you're listening in by the Internet right now, you can call us. If you have a question, you just want to harass us, 299. That's 347-677-0699. Or if you're already on the phone and you're tired of using your minutes, you can find us on the Internet by going to blog. TalkRadio.com. We're coming to you tonight from Goozle Pipe and Gutty Works. I knew I'd mess that up. Goozle Pipe and Gutty Works. It's the best new restaurant on the west side right there adjacent to Kickback. Both establishments are owned by Steve Flores. You just come in and enjoy some amazing food and some incredible beer. We'll tell you a little bit more about that as the evening goes on. So, Hang on, and you'll find out more about this amazing place. So, you know what we start with every week. Once again, we're going to. And you know it's difficult. Harry has to rest a lot, and he has to research a lot. But tonight, nothing's going to stop him from bringing to you this week's list. You cannot stop me. I am bulletproof. I am Superman. Do you realize where I'm at? So this week, things to know. Know this. Young people check their cell phones on average 54 times a day. Know this, a cockroach can live nine days without its head before it starves to death. Know this, most Americans' car horns honk in the key of F, which is also the same key as the telephone dial tone. Know this, fortune cookies were actually invented in America in the early 1900s. Know this, EPCOT is an acronym for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Know this, I had forgotten what EPCOT stood for, so thank you so much. And also know this, just a little bit about tragedy and opportunity. I do. I I want to talk a little bit about my health. 
and the wonderful wife I have. I have truly been a fortunate man. You know, many people with health, health issues do not have the opportunities that have been presented to me. Robin, Rosita, Bob, you guys are great. You've provided me Legacy Forum. Legacy Forum allows me to feel useful. Thanks to the wonderful people in my life, I feel productive, and that's important to me. The venture, this venture tonight, and it has been for the past year, has, has allowed me to continue my giving. My health concerns has inhibited much of what I used to be in my life, what I used to do in my life. I can no longer compete in the martial arts. I can no longer run 10 miles a day. I can no longer do much of what I used to do. My personal, recreational, and business life has changed dramatically. But thanks to my wonderful wife, and Legacy Forum, I can contribute in ways I never thought possible. I can fulfill my desires to continue giving back by more by giving more than I take. I no longer teach the martial arts, but I can host this show. For those that have health issues and find obstacles that seem insurmountable, I'm here to tell you that your life can be rewarding. Your life can be fulfilling. I can no longer compete in the ring, but I can compete for my health. I no longer operate multi-million dollar businesses, but I operate a life that is priceless. I no longer have the stamina to do what I was once able to do in the past. But as Toby Keith says, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. The Legacy Forum allows me to be as good once as I ever was. So I thank you for listening tonight. I thank Rosita De Jesus and the Seeking Network, and most of all, my lovely, beautiful wife, Robin for giving this, this venue to give back more than I take. So thank you. And tonight I do want to talk about tragedy and opportunity. Tragedy and opportunity are really, they really are the same thing. They're just events. It is your interpretation that determines your reaction. And your reaction determines the definition. We determine much of what happens to us by our interpretation. Interpretation is often used and based upon timing, pizza tastes different when cold. Whether it's good or bad is based upon your interpretation. But the time changed the taste. Opportunity is much the same way. Opportunity can often become a tragedy depending upon your reaction time. Tragedy can often become opportunity depending upon how fast you react. So much of what happens to us in life is our reaction time as opposed to the event. A person's reaction time can determine an event, a relationship. It determines your life. If you want to capitalize on an, an occasion, an occurrence, an incident, if you want to make the most of an event, if you want to make the most of your life, it requires the ability to take action. Your attitude or your interpretation determines the type of action. Now, I'm not speaking of making hasty decisions or unwise choices. I suggest if you really want to win, if you really want to succeed, make the decision to make any event an opportunity. The focus should be on taking advantage of time. The time to act is when the idea is hot and your emotion is strong. If you do not want to act, when the idea is fresh and your emotion is high, you will fall prey to the law of diminishing intent. People intend to take action. People intend to do many things as they pass through this life and 
you know, people will always intend to live a better life. But damn it, life is full of good intentions. If you do not translate intention into action soon, you will lose. The urgency begins diminishing and the vision unless you act quickly. Let me ask you this simple mathematical but common problem. If you need a pencil, get one now. Five frogs were sitting on a log. Four of the frogs decide to jump off the log and into the pond. How many frogs remain on the log? The answer is five. Four frogs intended, but none took action. Five remained. Unfortunately, far too many people are like frogs on a log. Take action. Set up a discipline to take action when the emotion is high and the vision is clear. Do not waste your life succumbing to the law of diminishing intent. Develop the action of discipline and the wisdom to turn intention into action. If you do this, you will begin an entirely new, positive, and fruitful chapter in your life. The greatest thing that separates a winner from a loser in the ring is that ability to react and act upon something. The person who loses a fight is a person who stands there and lets life hit them. In the ring, I learned a long time ago, it's harder for the person to hit me back if I'm hitting them and they're backing up. Life is much the same way. Your book of life has chapters that have already been written, but the book ending is still in doubt. The discipline to take action, not just decisions to take action, but when you take action, your self-esteem will automatically, just, just magically improve. Your view of yourself will change. Your ability to hold your head high with confidence will be seen by the world. The world looks up to those people that take action. Many people do not take action because they are afraid of what people... Now, they'll never admit it, but peer pressure inhibits the fulfillment of many dreams. Now, many of you will brag that you do not care what people think, Hell, I don't care what people think. I hear that all my life. But I'm telling you, that's a lie. And you have become so good at deceiving yourself that you believe your own lie. Unless you're psychotic, unless you're schizophrenic, or unless you suffer another mental disorder, you care what people think of you. Whether you admit it or not, whether you admit it to yourself, whether you admit it to the world, each of us cares what people think. And this is a normal and healthy process in self-development. I, I do not say, now don't get me wrong, I did not say you should care what everybody thinks, but it is normal human thought process to care what people think. To deny this denies you. So I ask you, who do you care about? If nothing else, care about what your children think of you. You brought them into this world and at least take action at least one small action so they may know they have a positive role model. If you do not take action, you will receive regret. You will regret neglecting your life. You will regret your opportunities. And you will regret your lack of action. 
If you truly want to develop your self-worth and the discipline of a winner, take action. It is far better to regret what you've done than to regret what you failed to act upon. Make the commitment to yourself and become disciplined enough to take action. Action separates those that from those that uh, take a win from those that blame others. Action separates those that do from those that blame. Action determines an event as a tragedy or opportunity. Well, the quote you said about it's better to have regrets for things you've done than the things that you've not done is so true. That's how I've certainly tried to live my life recently in, in the latest years because life is short. So if there's something you think you want to do, I say do it. We're going to go to the music break real quick. Amy Hendrickson, Under Her Feet. And I, well, I know I'm alive 
Amy Hendrickson and under her feet. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. If you have been one of those amazing people to support Local Honey on Kickstarter.com, if you haven't, we've got to help these people buy some mini llamas. So go to Kickstarter.com. They reached their goal of sixteen thousand dollars. If you live in Jacksonville, if you live in St. Augustine, if you enjoy St. Augustine, you'll be really interested in this documentary. So check it out, Kickstarter.com. Local honey. So, so to get a mini llama, how much do we have to raise? It's like a hundred thousand dollars for a mini llama, isn't it? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, so we need people to get them off their ass and get a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, we do. I want to see a mini llama. I've never seen a mini llama. I've seen llamas and alpacas, but I've never seen a mini llama. Are there many alpacas? I don't know. Maybe How it's like many? a Fiat, and they're always, you know, they're made in uh, France or something. I'm, I'm going to mute you now. So, no, I really am not going to mute him. But I am going to bring on another caller we have on hold. We have David Posler on the line holding, and we want to chat with David because we're sitting here at Googleworks and Google. Provided us 
beautiful spiral staircase and some other work that he's going to tell you about because here at Kickbacks, this is a place you want to come if you're a beer lover, guys. I'm telling you, this is the number one selection of beer in the world. We have an outstanding amount of beer on tap, an outstanding beer on bought in bottles, and if you put it all together, we've got arguably the best selection of beer in the world. So if you're a beer lover like I am, just come here. Steve will be happy to guide you. Any of the wait staff will be happy to guide you into what kind of beer you like. But we'll talk about that in a second. But right now we're going to go to David and talk to David a little bit about the work that he's done here at Kickback at Google Pipe and Gutty Work. So, David, you've spent a lot of hours here. Just tell us a little bit about some of the artwork that they can see when they come into this restaurant. As far as what I've done, the first thing I did was as far as staircase. You know us here on Lego Perform. We always have technical difficulties. This is just one. Got Go ahead, David. One more again. First thing I did was as far as staircase to the second floor. And then um, it was about 104 feet of railing on the second floor. And then there was a spiral that went to the basement. And then there were glass racks and brackets for shelving, helping with the fan system. So I'm going to let David, like, hang on just a second. We're going to give him a little bit. Where's this headset? We're going to give him a little bit to put on so we can hear him better because this is good stuff. And uh, we're going to go to Harry for just a second. They've got a fan here, honey. I'm looking at a fan. That fan is 19 feet across. I mean, that's 19. That's them, they, they got big blades in this fan. Can you hear me? Very good. So back where, back where I was... Um, so yep. back to where you were, David. Tell us a little bit about all your artwork in this restaurant. Somebody's going to come in here, and they're going to be overwhelmed. There's so much to look at, so much to look at. But just give us an idea of what you contributed here. Okay, basically when you walk in, you, all the metal work, you see like the staircases and railings I did, and I started in early December. And um, then I started doing some glass racks and some various brackets and helped put in a unique fan system, which all runs off of belt. So, um, so what about the chandelier? That's a pretty interesting feature. Tell us about that. It's pretty much like a pivotal feature in the restaurant. Tell us a little bit about that chandelier. Okay, the chandelier... Um, springs off of one of the glass racks and it has LED lights in it and incandescent bulbs and it overhangs one of the beer towers that holds 72 different types of beer and that tower is basically an old Civil War coffee pot that has been reutilized as a beer tower. That's so interesting, and, and like I said, if you come in here and you're just a little bored, 
you could spend hours just walking around looking at these shadow boxes, looking at your ironwork, and looking at all the other collections. Um, Steve has done an amazing job here at laying out somewhere nice to go and eat some amazing food, amazing food, and have some incredible beer because, because we... Um, we know, like I said before, we've got, like, this is number one selection in beer. You've got an incredible amount of beer on tap. You've got an incredible amount of beer bottled. So, again, if you're a beer connoisseur, this is the place to come. Um, so, David told us a little bit about the artwork, and we want to talk to Madeline, who's one of the waitresses here, and she's worked here for quite a while, and... She's used to the chaos here because this is a, a pretty chaotic place to work. This is a pretty chaotic place to work, right, Maddie? So it's, it's, it's on my end, the reason you didn't hear Maddie, not her. So it's a pretty crazy place to work that you love it, right? It is. I've worked here for three years, but I'm really used to all of the chaos. But it's getting a lot better now. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad. And I'm glad even though we're having technical difficulties, we're having a blast. We're having a blast. So here's the thing. So whenever people come in like I do, and they don't know what kind of beer they want, and you have, you know, I've been to a restaurant where I said, what kind of beer do you have? And they go, well, we got Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Budweiser, and some other kind of crap. What do you do? Is there an app or something that you can download before you come in or what? Uh, Kickback has a Android or iPhone app that you can download if you just search Kickback. It'll pull up the on-tap beer list. It'll show you all the beers that we tap. So do you appreciate when a customer come in and look at that app so you don't have to throw different things at them? Or are you more than happy to give them some suggestions? To be honest with you, I prefer to give them suggestions because it's fun for me to make sure, like it tests all my beer knowledge. If someone says, hey, I'm in the mood for this, or... I like to drink X, Y, or Z, and then help them pick out something that's like it. But then, of course, there's people that know that there's an app, and they're hardcore app users, and they don't want help. So if um, they come in, and they're, like, clueless, and they order a Miller Lite, do you say, hmm, perhaps you might want to try something different here, or do you just get them a Miller Lite? It depends. Some people are, like, hardcore Miller Lite people or hardcore Bud Light people, and those people, like, we have a few regulars that are like that. You don't try to suggest something different for them, but if it's somebody else, then trying to help them find something that's similar is a lot of fun. Okay, so that makes sense. So they, they're newbies, kind of, because I remember that. You know, I'm trying to learn my beer, and I'm trying to grow, and Steve has provided a lot of information for me, and it's helped me a lot. But somebody comes in, and they're wanting to 
expand their Miller Lite, Bud Light uh, palette, you're more than willing to help them. Do y'all do tasters or little tests, uh, you know, little taster sizes of beer? Uh, like flights? Yeah, we do flights. You get four you flights. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Go ahead and tell me about that. That's awesome. I'll explain to our listeners what a flight is. I didn't know what that was until a couple of years ago. That is, that's an awesome way to expand your palate. So tell us a little more about ordering a flight. If you like to try different beers, um, ordering flights is a really good way to do it because you get four four ounces. And you can pick four different beers, and that way you can try different styles. You can do a flight of all the same styles. That way you can taste the difference between each one. And it's honestly really fun. Is there anything that you would say is like, okay, come in the kickback, and you're just kind of open that you got to try this beer. Is there like a number one favorite that you see? Uh, my personal favorite, and we don't have it on draft right now, um, but Steve did a collaboration with Terrapin, and they make a Wake and Bake, which is a coffee oatmeal imperial stout. <laughs> and we yes. we did a collaboration with them and made the spiked Wake and Bake, and it's aged in... Um, Bourbon barrels with uh, tupelo honey, tupelo honey, and vanilla, and it's awesome. Oh, that sounds wonderful! I've already had three tonight, but if I get one more, I have to try that. Um, I have to try that. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I need everybody that's listening to know. If you've been to Kickback before, you know you love the food, but maybe you've waited for it just a little longer than you wanted to. But I'm here to tell you. Steve for us has, has emphatically spoken tonight. And when you come into kickbacks now, you can look for a little less time waiting, a lot more choices in, in on the menu. We've got some great choices on the menu. We tried some roasted garlic that we spread on our bread tonight that was amazing. And, of course, it's like over 150 items to try. So you're going to find something you want here. So come on in to the David Ponsler Museum and try some of this wonderful food and amazing beer. Madeline, Maddie, thank you for filling us in. We appreciate your input on how to come in and get the best beer in town. Terry, we need you now. And we're going to move okay. into your next segment when you work your way back over here. No worries, no I, hurry. I, I do have a question for Maddie, though. What happens here on Monday nights? It's got to be something special because they have, I don't know, I just heard about some new food or something on Monday night. Can Maddie tell us about that? Um, every uh, Monday night, since we're expanding the menu, we're adding about uh, 100 plus items to the menu. Uh, every Monday night, we roll out new menu items. So if you are in town on Monday nights, coming to Kickbacks and Google Pipe would be a really great idea. For instance, today we added scotch eggs, 
Uh, we added a Nutella and banana and strawberry sandwich, which is fresh in a panini. That's really awesome. So, so I can come here on Monday nights, and if I'm the first one to get, I could be the first one in Jacksonville to taste that new menu item. Could I not? Yeah. Yep. So it, it behooves everybody to try to be the first one here on Mondays so they can see I had something before you did. Yep. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so now i got a question. So for those people that become inebriated and they need a good place to, let's say, get something in their belly, you know, you can go to that fast food restaurant. I won't talk about what, what it is. A lot of people go to a drive through thing. Or you can come to kickbacks and, and get, you know, re-soberized, if that's a, such a term. But, and what time do you guys close, say, on Saturday? Um, we're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 3 a.m. We only close for four hours a day. So that after... After the bars close, we're open for a whole nother hour. So I could take my wife to the symphony and take my girlfriend to the strip joint and come here and have a, have a, have a sandwich. Good night. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea, but, yeah, theoretically you could. <laughs> well, see, I think that's a perfect solution. You could just have an entire evening, and I could wind up, like most guys do, all by myself at the restaurant, and I could come to kickbacks and I could find solace here. Yep. And and I can have how many beers do you guys have? Uh right now we have eighty four beers on draft. Um we're looking to get up to two hundred and four between the bar in kickbacks, the bar in Guzzle Pipe, and then in the Belgian room in the basement. So you have several hundred beers here. Uh that's an understatement. <laughs> okay. So the local strip joint down the road has like three beers. They had several hundred beers until I came tonight. They're down a few now. So I could either go to the strip joint and watch some ugly girls and drink three different beers, or I could come here and look at some good-looking women and have several hundred beers. I mean, this is a place to be, it seems to be, and I could do it till 3 a.m. And then I could go to work. I don't ever have yeah. to sleep anymore. I don't ever have to sleep. I could take my wife out, my girlfriend out, and come here to get revitalized. I could, I could never sleep again. Isn't that a great thing to do? <laughs> yeah, but you can only stare at pretty women if I'm here. Okay, okay. Now, but you're here. How often are you here? I, I work every day at 4 o'clock, except Monday. Oh, my God. See? How perfect is that? I could come <laughs> here every day and see you take my wife out, take my girlfriend out, and still go to work. That's a hell of a place to be. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a well, great I plan. Think I, I think I've covered about everything. Now, where's, what's the location? What's the actual address of this place? Uh, the address is 910 King Street, K-I-N-G. It's down the street from the hospital. Okay, so it's down the street from the hospital. So if my wife found out about my so if my wife found out about my girlfriend and then saw me here, I could go to the hospital real quick. Yeah. Okay, so let, let me get convenient. this straight now. Now, if if for whatever reason I dropped my girlfriend off and I had to get to work real quick because my wife's already at home, I could come by here and probably just call ahead 
and get something to take take out and go, right? Yep, we do to-goes, in-house, and then we do deliveries as well to a radius of five miles. Oh, my God, I need a phone number. Give me a phone. Get, Maddie, give me the phone number. I could, You guys are a plethora of, of answers <laughs> to every man's problem. What, what, what is your phone number here? Uh, mine or the restaurants? Oh, the restaurants. I'll get yours later. <laughs> uh, the phone number for kickbacks and goozle pipe is 904-388-9551. Okay, now remember, I'm from Oklahoma, and I'm really slow. Could you repeat that, please? The phone number is going to be 904-388-9551. Nine five five one, and we're open from seven a.m. till three a.m. I, I just think that's impressive. Now, one thing that I need to know about this this location: what is it I need to know? If someone wanted to say, describe this in one word or one sentence, or maybe a sentence and a half, what? How would you describe this establishment? Because this ain't a restaurant. I mean, it's kind of like a museum. It's kind of like. A living work of art, and your food is delicious, and you got all this beer. But I mean, how would you describe this? You can't say this is a restaurant. So how, give me a sentence. When people say, "Harry, where were you last night?" What do I tell them? Uh, you could tell them that it's the most in the world, but uh, we are classified as a gastro pub. A gastro pub. Y'all hear that? That's a gastro pub. And that's, that's not even, even – I don't think, think we have one in Oklahoma. Do you know what the definition of the gastropub is? Oh, hell, I don't know if I want to know. It's just a little slice of heaven. That's it. This place is a little slice of heaven. Well, Maddie, thank I, you I may so be a much. little partial, but I could totally agree with that. <laughs> All right. I, I, we've heard it from the expert. There is nobody more expert that I'm talking to, to Maddie. I agree. And you know what? I think everybody has gotten a message. They need to come check out this place. So come to 910 King Street, Jacksonville, Florida, and check out Kickbacks and Goozle Pipe and Gutty Work. You'll be glad you did. Right now we're going to take a little musical break. Of course, we got some more Amy with Out for Blood.
Thank you, Amy Henderson. Amy is a dear, dear friend of mine who I admire greatly because of her passion for her work and her willingness to take action. You know, Robin, for most of you, you understand Robin is a certified yoga instructor. She does a lot of yoga. And yoga and network marketing have many similarities, but the most pronounced is the area of self-development. Self-development is the building foundation for all worthwhile endeavors. I don't care whether it's yoga running a business or in martial arts, self-development is a requirement. Network marketing has become the answer for millions of people needing extra income stream or, or hell, even a career change. And if you're considering a network marketing opportunity, ask some questions to determine whether it's a worth your time and worth your money. Not everyone is really prepared to create wealth. They're really not for being dependent upon someone else making the decisions about their income, about their security, and about their future. Many people, really, whether they will admit it or not, prefer a job. And if you decide to take control and become dependent upon your skills and abilities, network marketing may be for you. I mean, realize network marketing is a business like any other business. It is one of the few business models where you have the time freedom, tremendous earnings potential, 
the ability to expand your sphere of influence and the ability to be rewarded for the results of your efforts. The philosophy of trading time for dollars is not recognized as effective in network marketing. Your results, the results are, are rewarded. The amount of time you spend is, is appreciated. It's, it's, it's appreciated, really, is. everybody likes it, but your results are rewarded. If you're one of those people that enjoys the fruits of your labor and you're unafraid to test your skill, the network marketing may be for you. Starting any business, I don't care whether it's electrical contracting, I don't care whether it's a restaurant, it's, network marketing is like any other business and it requires questions to be answered. Network marketing is no different in that area than any other business. It would be beneficial for you to know who is your upline. The term upline is a term used to describe the people who became part of the company before you did. It's that simple. What do you know about those people? What do you know about the person who introduced you to the opportunity? Know as much as practical about them. Do they just sign up people, or do they sponsor people into the business? What about the founders of the company? Who, who owns the company? Who owns it? Who runs it? Who's the CEO? Who, who handles the day-to-day -day activities? Have they been successful and reputable in their previous businesses? Investigate your upline just as you would a business partner, because you know why? They are your business partners. Know who you're working with as you would any other business. Your upline, those people are your business partners. So learn as much as possible about them. They don't have to be in this business for long periods of time, but know their background. Are they you know, trustworthy? Know what your product is. Is your product something that you would sell in a retail environment? Is it something that you will use? Who is your primary competition? What does the future hold for your product in your market sector? You're going to have to share your product and the opportunity. Sharing product distribution. Traditional selling is waning, fast disappearing in this modern technology that we have today. So learn to share as opposed to sell. That's a very, very different concept and it's difficult for most people to understand. Success in contemporary network marketing requires sharing, not selling. Make sure that you love your product and you're enthusiastic in sharing it. You know, you and I, we all share our favorite restaurants, our favorite movies and books. Hell, we even share our favorite reality TV shows and, and many other things in life. So proof that you have the ability to share pawn your ability to share your favorite restaurant, movies, books, reality shows, and every other thing you share, you have that ability. Another thing you need to know is when will you start making actual money? Now, this is a business, and you must be able to predict cash flow probability. Create a business plan just as you would any other business. Have a plan as to when to expect positive cash flow. Do not expect to get rich in six months. This is a business, so expect and plan for a reasonable profit. Sustainable profitability requires a long-term vision. This is not the business for you if you have a lottery mentality. But if you're serious about your business, if you're serious about any business, 
takes time and persistence. Something else you need to be concerned with, how is your product being promoted? How is a company handling advertising and publicity to help create that demand for the product? Now, there's not a right or wrong answer to that question. The company that creates a buzz about their products will have a greater chance of selling their product. You need to be concerned about what tools are provided by the company. In this age of technology, there are many tools available to assist the person with the desire to succeed in network marketing. You know, partner with a company providing third-party tools, allowing you the best chance for success. Companies have found methods to ship product directly to the customer and thus eliminating a need for the partners or distributors investing a lot of time and effort in inventory. This also allows the distributors to focus on developing their business as opposed to distributing product to the customers. Contemporary modern companies in network marketing will have an online presence. In other words, network marketing industry has tools designed to assist you as a distributor in your success. It may be your business, but you're not alone in this business. The most and very most important question to ask yourself is, why are you doing this? This is by far the most important question of all. If you're doing it because you think you're going to get rich in a year, don't bank on it. On the other hand, if you really believe in the product that gives you the best likelihood of success, choose this method. Many people have made a lot of money in network marketing, and some have wound up wasting a whole lot of time and money because they failed to use the tool provided. Network marketing is similar to a gym. Purchase a gym membership, but that does not get you in shape. Gyms do work for those that work the tools of the gym. A good gym provides the tools and inspiration to assist you in getting in good physical condition. A good network marketing company provides the tools and inspiration to assist you in getting in a good financial condition. Your why serves as the most important question. The answer to this question will determine your success in network marketing. If your why does not touch your heart, if your why does not make you cry, if your why does not touch an emotional cord deep within your soul, you may not have what it takes to make it in business. Now, I hope this information helps you in your quest for time and economic freedom because you know what? Network marketing can provide you with what you desire, but you've got to find your why. Your why is so incredibly important. To think about it, come up with your why what you need to motivate you and to propel you to do those things you need to do. We're going to take just a little second right now and we're going to go to that favorite spot that you all love. You know it. It's coming. It's time yeah. for Well, maybe I did some research and did a lot of investigating, and I know the people that are Gator fans in Florida need some kind of um, thing to hold over Kentucky. Because for those that don't know, uh, the Kentucky Wildcats beat the Florida Gators. And 
a lot of the Gator fans of Gator Nation down in the swamp are really sad about that. So I researched something and found this. A Kentucky man who made international news for saying he was trying to clone humans now must sell or close his business after pleading guilty to a federal charge that he misled customers about in-home fertility kits. Zavos, Zavos Diagnostic Companies pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor. Zavos promoted a home conception kit. I'm, I'm serious. He promoted a home conception kit that it was claimed approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and it was not. Zavos, a psychologist who taught at the University of Kentucky, is best known for saying in 2001 that he was working on a cloning a human and testifying before Congress urging lawmakers not to ban such cloning efforts. And I know a lot of men out there have been claiming themselves. So that's the Legacy Forum for tonight. Thank you for joining us, guys. Email us at LegacyForum at Yahoo.com. Now go out there and make somebody else happy. Little old man never read a book, never learned to read or write. Worked all day just to earn his pay, waiting for his dreams at night. But this old man sitting next to me, dreaming of things to be, ain't he a little like you and me? Working since the age of six is told, coming from a family of ten. Working through the years till he's so old, people say he's older than sin. Me out. 